Hello, welcome to the Cunning Plan Podcast. I'm James Adam. I'm Simon Myatt. Hi Simon, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. It's my birthday today. It's his birthday. <laughs> he is... Uh, not very old. 24. Maybe, maybe six years, maybe 12 years ago. <laughs> okay, there or thereabouts anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your plan are you up to today? Uh, yeah, just a nice sort of family meal tonight. And then um, off on holiday tomorrow. So. Holiday tomorrow. It's pretty yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, it's very much very looking nice. forward to it. Very nice too. So we're going to squeeze in one more podcast before yep. Absolutely. Uh, you abscond for a couple of weeks <laughs> uh, and talk about preparation uh, and planning and how to make the most out of your meetings. Absolutely. Meeting etiquette. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Hopefully you have prepared well for your trip away. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, there'll be all sorts of uh, mischief going on whilst you're... Uh, yeah, Absolutely. So, well, this is the Cunningham Podcast. Uh, every week we run through all sorts of uh, different things in the world of marketing, uh, tips and advice and all manner of, uh, of wonderful uh, curiosities. Uh, and like I said, today it's all about meeting etiquette. Uh, so, where should we start? Like, meetings, we're pretty obsessed with meetings these yes, days. It's yeah. like everybody, oh, let's have a meeting to talk about this or a quick sit down about that. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, when you're planning a meeting, the most important part really is, is preparation. So you must make sure that, that, you know, the purpose of the meeting is outlined, that you have a, a clear agenda that's sent through to everybody in good time. If there's a documentation that needs to be read, you know, it's always much better to send that before a meeting so people can read through it, can understand and come with their own viewpoints and opinions. Um, so that you know, when you actually come to the meeting, people know what they want to say, and, and, and they've got you know they've got the background behind it as well. So I think I think that's really important. It does feel to me like a, a lot of the time with a meeting, it's like the the purpose of the meeting is to force everyone to take the time to do something. Yes. So you you say, well, let's have a meeting to talk this through, and then you have a meeting, and then everyone spends that you know the first fifteen minutes of that meeting explaining or trying to understand the yeah. thing that you're there. To talk about absolutely, yeah, which is just completely, completely <laughs> the wrong reason to have a meeting. Isn't yeah, it? it is indeed. Yeah, you know, and it, you know, as a creative agency, we have a lot of brainstorms, and you know, I think it's really important to to you know to fill people in on the background, give them documentation, so that they can go away before the meeting and have a think about what they'd like to do. You know, creative ideas. They can look for inspiration, so that when they come to that meeting, they've already got a good feel for what's in their head. And then rather than trying to generate just straight away ideas in that meeting, we've already got ideas that we can then build upon and use that time sort of more efficiently. But, you know, in, in sort of client meetings, I think it's more important for us as an agency to really drive those meetings to make sure that we get everything out of those meetings that we need to. Mm. So I think that's why, you know, from my background with working in agencies, we, we always tend to write the agendas, we, we tend to sort of drive the meetings just to make sure we get out of it what we need to. Mm. So what sort of tips, to, in order to get people to be more prepared for yeah. a meeting, what kind of things can people do to ensure that when you you know you get in that meeting, you can keep it tight, nice and short? And you know. I, I typically look at the meeting duration, so let's say it's an hour long, um, and what I then do is I'll look at the, the, the topics on the agenda that we need to cover, and then you, I try and sort of segment them into you know ten minutes, twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, so that as we're going through the meeting, I can be aware that this section has fifteen minutes. If we're approaching fifteen minutes, let's start wrapping it up and moving on, and sort of collating the final sort of feedback from that. Um, so that's that's my main tip for for that. I think it's I think it's really important as well that when you're in these meetings that 
you know, especially from an agency point of view, we, we dedicate somebody within, uh, you know, a representative of our team to take notes. Um, and I think that's really important because, you know, we want to be engaged with the people in that meeting, but we want somebody there to make sure that everything's captured that was said that was important. Yeah, and that's difficult because sometimes you've got, you know, if more than one person is taking notes, then everyone's sitting there scribbling around, yeah, not completely. Yeah. And I, you know, personally, I write things down to help me remember them. Yes. I might never refer back to those pieces of paper again, but what, because the very act of writing it down yeah. sort of makes it go into my head. So I always take notes all the time, but I don't, but I, I'm always expecting that someone else is also yeah. capturing the, the kind of full breadth of the Yeah, meeting. I think that's it. I think you give somebody responsibility to take those notes. And I think what we should do is as a team, you know, if there's something that I think, well, that's important, I'll make sure I write it down just in case the person writing notes is missing it because mm. they're writing up the last thing said or something like that. So I think it's always good for us to take little bits of notes along with the main note taker because then we can send our notes onto that main note taker after the meeting and they can collate everything to make sure everything was covered. And, you know, my advice always with that is, you know, we, we sort of we write that out in a bit of a narrative. So here's what was said. And then really the most important thing is the key actions that come out of that. Mm. So, you know, we discuss this. Okay, what we're going to do about this? Well, I think they should go away and do this. And I think we should go away and do that. And just making sure that those actions are captured. And then another bit of advice I would say is, you know, assign those those actions to a certain person, but also try and give it a time frame. So, you know, expected delivery time is, you know, Friday next week, depending on the task. So, mm. you know, just to make sure it's, it's delivered by somebody, so somebody's got responsibility to make sure that task gets done and they know a time when they need to do it for as well. Yeah, and, and kind of going back to what you said at the start, which is really about the, the planning and the purpose for the meeting, yes. which which really leads into those action yes. points. If you don't, if you set, you, my view is you don't always have to have an agenda for a meeting. A meeting sometimes is, it's not possible to get an agenda there. Yeah. But it's always possible to have a purpose for the meeting. There's yes. always It's always possible to say, out of this meeting, we want to achieve this thing. Yes. And if we come out of that meeting and we haven't achieved that thing, yeah. it was a pointless exercise. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, like, we're going in because we want to get sign off on this thing. We're going in because we want to, you know, generate more ideas about this subject or whatever else. Yeah. So at least you can get that. And then at the end, you can go, right, here's the, this was the purpose. And, you know, as you say, when you write the notes, this was the purpose, this is what we talked about, and this is, these are the actions. And that results in a, you know, what I think is a positive. Absolutely, and I, you know, I always think it's good before a meeting to, you know, write down any questions that I might have in my head because if I get to the meeting, I might forget those questions. So I think that's important. I think it's, I think, you know, also it's good to, you know, especially from an agency when we're seeing clients because it's hard sometimes to get in front of clients. I think it's good for us to have, you know, a bit of a pre-meeting meeting where we discuss things. We make sure that we're both aligned on the agenda for the meeting and what we're trying to get out of it and you know that will then help form the basis of any questions we might or might want to ask and then we can include that you know I might write it down on a pad and take it with me and just make sure I'll have it in my head but just make sure because I've got it written down that I will say those questions and then we'll get an answer for those questions and we can move things forward and I think you know other other really simple tips for before the meeting just you know using your calendar invites those kind of things it seems like real basic stuff but that's a you know those calendar invites are a place you can store where the location of the meeting is going to be. How many times have we had a meeting where we've gone to one place? We've had this before. We we're over at the client's office. The client's here. Uh, <laughs> some confusion, not our fault. The the, uh, <laughs> the person's in the wrong place. Happens. It happens. Yeah, absolutely. If it's all in there. It's it's all well documented. There's never any confusion. Yeah. The purpose of the meeting again can be in there. All that kind of stuff 
is there and no one's got any excuses for like saying oh they forgot about the meeting or definitely you know, you know I completely agree I think you know we use you know Google calendars which I think is a great tool you know to send all the meeting invites and I always follow up with you know if, if we do even if it's a quite an informal meeting you know just a, a general chat over a coffee even I'll always send the meeting invite to just like you say state the location state the time and for me that's a really helpful tool because you know every day I fire up my calendar have a quick look to see what my day entails see what meetings I've got see who I'm seeing what time and then that helps me plan my day as well but it also makes sure that I don't forget meetings or I don't mistake the location of that meeting cool so right we're well prepared everyone in the meeting knows um, what the meeting's for yeah what about the invitees do we just you know how do we make sure that the right people are in that meeting and it's not just full of room meat? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, normally from our point of view, the conversations leading up to sending the meeting invite, we will consider who we want to attend. And the person, you say, if it's the, our clients, they will probably think, okay, the, the person I'm speaking to, to organise a meeting, will think, oh, they need to be in this meeting and they need to be in this meeting as well. So, you know, I think really it'd be our responsibility to make sure the right personnel from the agency is there and, you know, the client will make sure that, that from their side, they're... they're the relevant stakeholders or, or the personnel from you know from their business are there as well. Okay. Okay. So everyone's there, we're in the meeting. Um we've seen some pretty pretty crazy ways of behaving. Meeting etiquette, yeah. Meeting etiquette. This is this is a real uh, I know this is a, a good old uh, bugbear of yours. Yes, yes um, it is. How people behave in actually when you're in the meeting itself. Absolutely. So give me some examples of some of the things that uh that well, get your goat yeah absolutely well I mean for me you know it, it's it's really a basic and I almost feel a little bit daft for saying it but for me when you're in a meeting you need to pay attention and I think in the modern day as, as, as we get dependent on our phones and electronic devices and you know just the way in general people deal with each other you see you know when people are having meals people are just looking at the phones not speaking to each other and you know it's a little bit tragic in, in a lot of ways, but the problem is, is this is I think this has spilled out into into actual like client meetings or just you know general meetings in in business worlds. So it's what I find really frustrating is somebody who can be speaking to the room, they're addressing the room, and it's really important you're paying attention because there's no point you being in that meeting if you're not going to pay attention, you're not going to listen to what's what's being said, you're not going to add value. And I've, I've seen a lot of people in meetings, and this has happened, you know, this isn't just a recent thing. This has happened for many years where people will be on laptops, typing away, working through their to-do list. And, you know, that was really, for me, the first instance where I've been in meetings where I've seen people not paying attention and doing other things. I think that's when it really started, was when you, <clears throat> when, when people had laptops. Yeah. And you took a laptop to the meeting because you take notes on your laptop instead yes, of yeah. writing those notes. And you know, we, you know, there was a time when that wasn't the case. You came in with a pen and paper and you were writing notes. You couldn't really do anything else. Yeah, that's what yeah. you were doing. And I think with the way that everything's so interconnected now, when you do that and you go into the meeting, you know, I've been in a meeting where I'm, I am taking notes on my computer. Yes. And irrespective of what I've done, I shut everything down, but there's still notifications are coming in. Yeah. And you you have to be the most focused person in the world to not go, oh, crikey, then. Yeah. Just, I'll just quickly answer that. Well, yeah. so that person's talking about something I'm not super interested in, so I'll just fire that off. And then, you know, you know it's happening when you lit around the table and you suddenly hear a whoosh. <laughs> yes, hang exactly. Hang on a minute, yeah. they just sent an email. <laughs> yeah. And that's no good. Like, but it is, and that's awesome. And that's why I, I, 
I generally say if it's if it's my meeting, yeah, no laptops. Yeah, you're yeah. taking notes on a piece of paper. And yeah, yeah. Up later. I mean, I'm all for technology. You know, if it's supporting the content or the speaker, you know, I think you know visual aids and, and technology can be a real real positive thing in meetings. But it, I think people have just got too much of a dependency for checking phones and laptops mm. and working away. You know, the, you know, I sort of talk about millennials, and they were the sort of really for me the sort of the first generation where you saw in meetings that they would just be somebody be speaking and they'd just be head down doing stuff, and then they'd be asked a question like, "Oh, sorry, what was that?" And you know, they, they weren't paying attention, and it's I find it incredibly rude. I just I, I would never operate that way, and I don't know why these people operate in that way. I think it's. To me, it's almost like, oh, they've been invited to the meeting that they don't feel they've got time to attend because they've got too much on or they, they feel begrudgingly, you know, they're begrudgingly there. Mm. So they're sort well, of like, sometimes well, it's not, it's not even that. Sometimes it's because, and this, this does happen, certainly it doesn't happen here, but it certainly does happen where people bring people to meetings yeah. to just have more people in the meeting. Yeah. So if, you know, I've been in those meetings in other places before where I'm in the meeting and I'm like, this is I have no you know nothing to contribute in here I'm not really so even supposed to be talking in this meeting yeah. I have got a load of other stuff I could be doing yeah and and that goes back to like if everyone in that room doesn't need to be there yeah then they shouldn't be there then they shouldn't be there yeah. and that was something someone said to me once is that if a meeting can happen without you in it yeah or if you not being in that meeting means you know that meeting could just carry on anyway then you're not yeah, you shouldn't be in a meeting, and you're not important enough. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I, you know, that is a problem. But you know, my thoughts are, if if even if you're in that meeting and you think my time could be about spent elsewhere or doing other things, I still think you're distracted from it, and it's rude when somebody else is speaking to be down tucking away. Yeah, of course, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, the working on a laptop. You know, some people might argue, well, you know, they're multitasking, they're listening, they're working, they're doing this two things at once. For me, it's rude, but. You know, okay, that that's a slight degree of rudeness. But what I've seen, especially from Generation Z, and I think it's probably because they're the people who've grown up using smartphones and don't really know or don't really have the boundaries as to when to use them and when not to use them. But I've been in meetings with, you know, typically people from Generation Z where they are just sending messages. I've seen people sending Snapchats. I've seen people actually taking <laughs> selfies. Selfie uh, yeah, honestly, I... I saw one girl yeah. send a selfie during a meeting and she was smiling like this and I was thinking oh are you, are you doing that for your social media she's like oh no no I'm just sending it to my mum and I was you know I'm just thinking like somebody's presenting something here and she should be contributing listening being attentive and taking pictures and sending it to her yeah, mum that's crazy and it's just you know and you know unfortunately I, saw, you know, I read a, a statistic that you know on average we check our phones every 12 minutes these days you know and you know, when I'm at home, I'm always looking at my phone, checking messages. You know, looking at social media. I think you know, I think a lot of people are guilty of checking mm. the phones far, far mm. too frequently. Well, but actually, I watched meeting, a, I watched a thing, this thing called Twin Institute, yes, and they did a, a test where they had people. They did the test to see whether smartphones make you dumber. <laughs> so they had a you know a set of twins doing a test with a mobile phone sitting on their desk beside them and then another set of twins doing a test where the phone was just they had got rid of it earlier yeah, in the day yeah. it just wasn't there they couldn't touch the phone during the test it was just there so right, they knew okay. it was there and they performed worse <laughs> just because they knew the phone was there just because yeah. they were like aware of it kind of wondering what was happening on it and all yeah. this kind of stuff and it's true it's like 
it just it does distract you yeah, it just yeah. is there sort of saying hey come and yeah. check what's going on and all this kind of stuff uh, absolutely but you know I just I find that standing it and maybe it is because you know I sort of come from an agency background you know that that's what where, that's always what I've done in my pro- professional career and I always think to myself maybe it's because when we're in meetings we're always sort of been trained and taught to make sure that we're giving great client service because we're there representing our agency we're making sure that the client feel that we make the client feel vested in, you know, that we, we're vested in them and their campaign and their, their business. So I think that's probably an inbuilt thing to always be really attentive and make sure that they think that you know that they think my behaviour is, is is very good. Mm. So I think maybe it's when it's the flip side and they treat us as you know because we're a supplier, we're their agency. I think sometimes people are like, oh well, you know, I don't have, I, I I employ them sort of thing, so I can just behave how I like. And maybe that maybe that is sort of why I have such a bugbear on it because I think I would never do that. No. Yeah. But you know, I always think to myself on the flip side, if I was dealing with a supplier, I wouldn't be sat there checking my phone and writing emails and sort of half listening to what they had to say. So you know, I think everybody should behave in in the yeah, right I think way. That's so true. I think you know to present a, a kind of counterpoint there. I yeah. suppose I was in a meeting the other day with somebody, and and it was in I was actually in my uh, I'm in my village. Fate committee. Yes. So the average age of this group of people is, you know, seventy plus. Yeah. Um, and they've got somebody new came in, and, and they were going to be doing some work and doing some other bits and pieces, and they just they were obviously taking notes yeah. on their phone, and so they were sitting there, you know, tapping away, taking notes on their phone. Okay. Um, and I could tell that's what they were doing. Yeah. And after this person left, they were furious. This group, like, because they were just like, she was just sitting there, take, just sending text messages or just messing about <laughs> on her phone. That's all she was doing. Was sending messages. I'm like, no, I think she was, she was taking notes. Yeah. Her, I think yeah. that's it. And I think that's what some people would argue that that's what you know. My phone is my primary note-taking device. Yeah. I have that, and I'm taking this. But for me, it's just, it's just a perception thing. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't. I would say no, no, don't don't use your phone to take notes because it doesn't. It looks like you're doing something else. Oh, the, my my sort of my my thought on that is, is just communicate. And this is this is my biggest thing. You know, if somebody said at the start of a meeting or something, I'm really sorry. I've got some really urgent work. I just need to work on my laptop. I'll try and be as quiet as I can. And I am. But I apologise for the inconvenience. At least they've gone. To, at least they've acknowledged it. And the same with this lady. You know, if she was taking notes on the phone. If it was me doing that. To, to make sure nobody had that bad perception of me being rude, I'd be like, everybody, I'm just going to be taking notes on my phone. I hope you don't mind. I'm not being rude. I just want to make sure mm. I'm capturing things and this is the way I like to do it. But I think there's a group of people that, that for whom that's just how you take notes. Yeah, so therefore, yeah. don't even consider that it could be construed. Oh, I suppose you've got to because the phones are not just work devices, yeah. are they? They're, they're leisure. And, and I think and you, the other thing is you've got, to, you've got to appreciate, and this sort of drifts into like how you... You know, good account management and good, yes, yeah. You know, good relationships with other people is that yeah. not everyone is exactly the same age as you and has the exact same background as you. So therefore, True. if you think that's okay, yeah. that doesn't mean that the person sitting opposite you thinks it's okay. So yeah. you do, you, like you said, you have to communicate. Yeah, that sort of thing. I suppose it's yeah. just. A, I think my worrying, my worrying perception on all this is it just seems to be getting worse as time goes by. You know, and like like that that young woman I referenced before taking the selfie in the meeting, and she was on her phone quite a lot. And you know, I feel like that's a pretty extreme example. I've yeah, never seen, I've, well, never seen I've and I've seen other individuals. You know, looking at the phone, and like laughing to yeah, themselves. Sort of things, yeah, I've seen I've seen little subtle things that you just know that they're they're just doing personal messages or you know doing things that aren't relevant to the meeting. And I think you know, I, I was looking at it thinking, oh my god, their boss is sat there and they can see them doing this. Oh, they're going to 
get get in so much trouble, and I'm just waiting for it to happen, and it just doesn't. Hmm. And it just seems to be more. Maybe it does, maybe it does more, later. Yeah, maybe yeah, when they get perhaps. home. But it does seem to be more and more universally accepted as if like, you know, this is just what people do. Oh yeah, that's my phone. I use it in a meeting. I'll just check things. I get messages. I'll have a quick look at it. I'll put it down and carry on. And I do think that, you know, that's a worrying thing that, that people just are more more mm. accepting and more tolerant of this kind of behavior. So I think it might just get worse. That's, yeah. that's the problem. I think something that we do um, here is the Lego Series Play. Yes. Stuff yeah. That we, stuff that we offer. And I think that is a great way of of completely changing the way that a meeting works. Yeah. And, it, and it works for any type of meeting. We use it a lot for brainstorms and things like that. Yeah, but, absolutely, yeah. But it's a great facilitation process and things like that because it you're not allowed any paper. Yeah. So the paper goes to one side, you can't write notes, you certainly can't have a laptop or a phone in the yeah, nearby. Yeah. So you are you know, you're you are working with the you know, the Lego bricks in front of you and the thing and your thoughts and your ability to articulate those thoughts. Absolutely, yeah. And everybody, you know, and it guarantees 100% participation. So if you're in that room, you have something to contribute. Yeah. And you will be, you know, you will have to contribute to that yeah, meeting. Yeah. And I've seen such an improvement in the quality of the output of meetings. They take longer because everyone's getting involved and everyone's sharing yeah, and yeah. contributing and everything like that. But the result is you get so much deeper understanding of, of a problem or something like that but again you need to have a really good preparation for that meeting or you can't or you just amble about yeah, for yeah. hours and hours but I think that's and I think there's other techniques like that that you can use to sort of upend the the traditional let's yeah. all sit here talk about a thing someone takes notes and you know the, the stuff you're talking about is how you know how they take those notes or what else they do yeah. and I think that's fundamentally the problem is that if somebody can be disengaged from a meeting, yeah. then I would argue your meeting is not very good. Yeah, you know, your meeting yeah. isn't. You've got. You haven't got the right people, and the content of your meeting is not interesting. Or yeah, or, I mean, we've all been in those meetings, know. haven't we? Where you know the the presentation is very underwhelming. Mm. It's very lengthy. You know, you can see like slide one of one hundred and four, and you know <laughs> yeah. the the first slides take took five minutes. You know, you think, oh, how much longer is this going to mm. take? Yeah, so, you know, I do think the onus is on the presenter and, and, you know, the person who's running the meeting to make sure that it is engaging, it is interesting, it is, you know, in some ways exciting because I think if you do that, you will get more more out of the people because, as you just said, if you if you give them creative stimulus to work with, then it definitely does get more out of people. So, yeah, it, Lego Serious Play is, is a great example of, of that kind of thing. What about after the meeting? So you, yeah. you've, had a, you've prepared well for your meeting, you've had a great meeting. Yeah. What comes next? Yeah, I, I think it's really important that very soon after that meeting, I, I'm talking, you know, unless it's the very end of the day, the same day, getting back, writing up your notes, making sure, because it's all fresh in your mind. If you leave it even 24 hours to then write up your, your notes, you might be like, oh, what did we talk about there? Or what did, who said this? So I think the most important thing is, is writing up your notes um, and you know making sure that whoever's took the notes everybody else shares their notes with them so that they've got that to write up in a concise format and like we talked about before you know narrative and then key point is actions so it's just making sure that those actions are clearly documented and and sent around to everybody as well so you know send them around to, to the clients to the suppliers to the agency everybody who's involved in the meeting and making sure that we've assigned responsibility to, to the, each of those tasks and the time frame. And I went, I went to a, um, a lecture with um, the, the gentleman whose name now escapes me, who wrote The Productivity Ninja. Yeah. I'll put a link in the description. But 
Um, and this was it was really interesting. And, and his whole point was that only a fifth of your time should be spent in meetings. Yeah. Because for every meeting, you need to spend the other time either preparing for a meeting or doing the things that the meeting yeah. told you to do. So basically, if you had a day of meetings on a Wednesday, you shouldn't have any more meetings than the meetings that week. Yeah. Because you you can't physically do all the things that you yeah. have to. If you if you have a week where you're just back to back meetings, you shouldn't have another meeting for that month because you couldn't have prepared for them properly and you couldn't deliver on everything that you are you were I, supposed totally to do. Agree. And so I think that's you know when you have these places where you've got meetings back to back meeting 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 thinking what you're not that is a toxic toxic environment yeah and it's not it, it's just not conducive to getting Abs- absolutely work. not and you know the, the, I've, I've read a book on essentialism as well which is you know the basis of that is is this meeting essential do we need to have it if the answer is no then don't have it yeah so we've got prepare for the meeting yep make sure it's got a purpose yep only invite the people that really need to be there yep um, when you're in the meeting put your phone away yes take a bit of paper yeah. just get, bring a bit of paper along make notes on that yeah if you have to use a laptop make it really clear you're making notes on that laptop yes yeah. it does save time sometimes you not in a meeting with me though <laughs> yeah but that's where you know yeah get, get rid of all the other stuff that can potentially distract you from focusing but if you're running the meeting and it's your meeting yeah make sure it's a good meeting like yeah. make sure it's well planned make sure it's interesting make sure it engages everybody use techniques that you know that, that are out there to help engage with absolutely and do more of that stuff and then afterwards write your notes yeah it's like they say isn't it fail to prepare prepare to fail absolutely absolutely and then crack on and do some flipping work right? yes yes that's the, yeah you know exactly. number one priority yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually do the things that you had yes yeah. you just go to the meeting and then come back a month later and go anyway here are the actions from last meeting we didn't have the time to do any of the work because we were doing we were doing too many meetings <laughs> it's madness it's <laughs> madness. madness well thank you very much for joining us thank yes you thank you for joining hope you have a very nice holiday thank you very much um, we will be back again next week um, with another uh, another podcast about yep. something or other it'll be, uh, it'll be no doubt fascinating yeah absolutely cool thank you until next time See you.